swift post of your finger on Instagram. You've changed. <laughs> you've changed my entire my entire outlook of this fall. It is. It has happened quickly, and you've done it to me. Uh, I'm so sorry that I did. I real. I did not realize what I was doing when I sent this Instagram post to you. I thought you knew. Emily, I had no clue. Uh, So let me explain what happened. Uh, Emily sent a post, as as we're one to do. I think we all know each other well enough to where we'll send funny memes to each other. Yes. Because we get each other's of stuff. Of course, our uh, sense of humor. <laughs> uh, you sent me a guy that was like, perfect things to do with your babe in the fall, uh, or things to do with your boyfriend in the fall. And it's like, go to a pumpkin patch, mm-hmm. taste cider, go to a haunted house. And then the very last one, the music changes, and it's build the Lego Star Wars <laughs> ventilator a uh, Star Destroyer. $650 yes. Lego Star See, Wars Ventilator it, it, Star Destroyer it is, whatever. It is part of the Ultimate Collector Series, UCS, which means they're big badass yeah. ships. This was supposed to be a joke, like a little funny meme making fun of all of the um, autumn Christian girlies that are like, things to do in the fall. Yeah. And then it was supposed to end on a joke of like, you can build this giant Lego ship for $650. I didn't know that they were releasing that. Turns out, yes, October 4th, that Uh-oh. is one of the new Lego Star Wars sets, and it it set me off. I haven't bought any of the new Lego oh, because no. oh no, because everyone's like, we don't know what to get you for Christmas because you already have all the Legos. So I'm like, all right, might as well just save money and not buy stuff. And then I see this, and I'm like, wow, it's out of the price range where I can allow my fiance to buy it for me. <laughs> Definitely, way, yeah. way too much. Uh, can you make a payment system like just you know finance it or Ooh, that'd be a big payment system yeah, so $50 well, for bricks <laughs> I want to become I want to become a Lego ambassador that way I can just build them like there's yeah. some people that I'm like what they suck you're like I could build faster it's and stronger no, it's and not better. even about building it it's like there are people that are influencers and paid advertisers that should not speak on a microphone or in front of a camera no offense we're not all destined to do this Okay, as mm-hmm. a little boy, I grew up listening to the radio and prank calling DJs. I learned how to fine tune my fake voice to where I can present and broadcast. And even then, it's iffy at best. I yeah. cannot pronounce most words or think of phrases. Anyhow, you're, you're doing a good job. You're, you're trying your best. A fine job. Yeah. Let's let's bring it back around. So I did not know this Lego was coming out. Uh-huh. That's point one. Point two. Every time they release an Ultimate Collector Series set, it's been like, oh, God damn it, a Millennium Falcon again, this dumb shot. It's just been stuff that I'm like, do something different. Do something that hasn't been done in a decade. Yeah. And this is just that. So what? Oh, the, really? The, so this is like actually spectacular. This is spectacular. So yeah, it's a giant Star Destroyer, which is probably the easiest thing to do because it's one of the big ships from Star Wars. But here's the deal. This is These were the pre-Star Destroyers. These were during the Clone Wars. These were the big ships that the Republic used. And They've had a few, but it's been a long time since Lego has had these on the market. So this is an incredible, exciting piece to have. They've done multiple Death Stars started. They've done multiple of the same thing as that special collectible set before they've done this. This is the first time. Wow. Emily, this is huge. Oh, I'm, I did not realize I was dropping this big bomb on you. Did you send it to your significant other? Yes! Oh, no. I posted it on social media. Oh. Uh, I'm also going to share the meme you sent me at CJ Morgan Show. 
But it's I have been thinking about it nonstop since you sent that to me. I'm I'm so sorry to everybody out there and specifically to your fiance. I, I thought it was a joke. I Be thought you sorry knew about to this. My Lego room. I don't have anywhere else to put anything. I have too many Legos. Do you want some? Hit me up. No. Not for, not <laughs> I for free. Okay. I don't want them. What? Emily, gross. Sham who? Shamu! That's right, today's National Shamu Day, where we we celebrate everyone's favorite silly little whale. Uh, Shamu Day is also to bring awareness for orcas uh, that we should probably never, ever have in captivity at any point. I don't get how it's still a thing. Haven't we realized beyond the CJ, fact that these sea parks are bad? Don't you understand there's money to be made? Ah, yeah, that's right. Uh, sponsor <laughs> don't you me. want to see all the cool shampoos jump through hoops? We have a long-standing history of gawking at things. We love it. And why not gawk at something that's not a human, that's a big-ass whale? But the point of today, National Shamu Whale Day, is to honor the famous Shamu who passed away all the way back in 1971. I thought Shamu, the original Shamu, was alive yeah. through the 80s, but turns out it's just one of the many other Shamus, which SeaWorld trademark. Just uh, like at UT with, with our mascot Bevo. for the, a little hey, Bevo. Hey. They do that with Ronald McDonald's, too. They just replace it. It's like <laughs> Doctor Who. He turns into a different a, shape. kind a of A completely different. different one. And, hey, you know what? Bevo <laughs> would be... Uh, burgers if if Bevo wasn't on the 40 acres. All right, Emily? Aww. Don't compare a, a whale that swims free in the ocean to a longhorn that stands around in a field. I guess it is a similar point. You're putting an animal in captivity. Just lots of space. Uh, anyhow, many orcas throughout the years also performed as a Shamu. The name has been trademarked by SeaWorld. And more recently... We've been discussing how to observe, how to realize uh, that orcas are evil creatures that kill and maim and, and wipe out sea lions and other stuff. But the point is they belong in the ocean. They yes. are highly intelligent animals. Uh, they thrive and exist best when they're in their little pods. Yeah. They hang out with their homies and they uh, deserve a, yeah. a lot more respect and and they freedom do. than we give them. They deserve to be out also, there. Also, not that this was good. We can't erase the past, but if you are so desperate to see little Shamu do tricks in front of your eyes... Go get on a yacht. I was going to say go on YouTube. We've been recording that for years. Yeah, Alright, we can let them out now. We've seen all the tricks that they can you do. You can watch them deep Obviously, plot and plan to like play with and you then also, kill a seal. Yeah. Well, that's what's messed well, up. It is sad. Yeah, I, I, they're I devious. They, they could just kill them real quick and eat them, but they don't sometimes. Well, they mm -hmm. they teach their young to knock them off icebergs or to create waves to get them out there, <laughs> oh. and then they just knock them around. So the they they tenderize. They get them. them no, it's not even that. <laughs> it's to teach the the young orcas how to hunt. So they disable one, and then they teach the young ones how to swim around, and, it, and they all take turns on it. So you're on their side. Yeah, you know what? I mean, Screw it's the orcas. circle of life, okay? <laughs> circle of life. If they if they couldn't eat, there would be way too many seals and sea lions. That's uh, you're true. right. Gross. By the way, this day, September 26th, stems from the first Shamu born in captivity all the way back in 1985. And I'm I'm playing the, three, the Free Willy soundtrack, but my favorite, perhaps, story of a whale is uh is in South Park where they send the whale to the moon because he tells them uh 
that his name is like Woziak, and then he lives on the moon, so they get a rocket ship and send him up there. Wasn't but anyhow, he like a god or something, too? I forget. It was just two guys <laughs> pretending to do a voice. Uh-oh. But you know what? Just uh, keep in remembrance of today that, yes, it's Shamu Day, but it's not just about celebrating the whale itself or SeaWorld, but about realizing that certain animals shouldn't be kept in captivity yeah. uh, unless they are vicious killer predators like the orcas. The Super Bowl halftime performer has been announced. And are you excited? And now it's time for Emily's social cues. On the radio. Am I excited for the Super Bowl halftime show? Let me tell you, Emily, they call me U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. The baby, tell me what you want to do with me. Gotta freak me slow like Joe to see every time that you roll with me. Uh, man, I could almost keep going. Wow. Uh, I, so big fan. I was not reading that, was I? No, you, that was you, all you closed of, your eyes. That was all off memory from like ninth grade CD player connected to the tape machine <laughs> in my Cavalier listening to that album. Usher <laughs> is doing the Super Bowl halftime uh, show. Usher, Usher, Usher. Um, yeah! That's not Usher. That's little, but, little That's John. how they start that song, though, is oh. Usher, 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 Usher. Yeah. Yeah, he's in that, he's in that <laughs> song, but they... They're whispering that Usher's approaching. Oh, oh, I see. Uh, anyhow, yeah, uh, he's doing the Super Bowl halftime show, yep. and I feel uh, like you two aren't excited by it. No, and I've seen a little bit on the internet. I know this is social cues, so I've seen a few people talk about it, but for the most part, people don't seem as excited as as Rihanna. And I think that they're right, Usher. I don't definitely care. a throwback artist, but he's been he, in the last couple of years. He's been back in the zeitgeist of pop culture. How? He's making How? his way back. When? He's just doing shows, releasing new music, being on like crappy reality TV shows. Like he's been back in the sphere of things. Uh-huh. Uh, I wish I was he? a part of that sphere or I would have known this. Also, it's it's going to be, you have these nostalgic acts and you know it's not just going to be Usher. It's going to be a melody and there's no way that there's not going to be in sync involved somehow because you're not going to do a full on in sync reunion for this there but there there's going to be other medley acts involved that make it like a big uh, nostalgia thing that's my prediction mm. is it's going to be a little bit of all that mhm yeah i i think it will definitely feed into the nostalgia you're right that does change my mind a little bit um but at the same time <laughs> Really? We had to do Usher? We couldn't have done just somebody else that might have been more exciting? I don't know. Why don't we just do NSYNC? Like, why do we have to? Why because couldn't it be NSYNC featuring Usher? Because <laughs> I don't think NSYNC's getting together to tour and stuff. I think there's things are going to be on a smaller level of reunion. Mm. I bet that was a talk. I bet that was something that happened, but they're probably... The reuniting of NSYNC is probably just isn't feasible, and it's not happening. So that's why you're not getting them. They might get a commercial or something, or some sort of advertisement, or straight <laughs> up, like, or straight up come out for a song. Uh, but yeah, I, I think obviously they they asked other artists, and they've gone through stuff. And I was Usher's, about to say Usher's he definitely seems up. like the fifth choice, M- maybe, maybe even. Lower. I mean, Taylor Oof. Swift turned it down. You know, she was I think the one of the top choices. Yeah. And, 
Rihanna well, was awesome. Well, she turned it down because she has to go watch the Super Bowl and watch her boyfriend play. So potentially, she, very, very she true. She can't do that if the Chiefs uh, are going to be in the Super Bowl. Travis uh, Kelsey uh, jersey sales up four hundred percent. By the way, <laughs> I know. I, know. I did see that. Um, has he? Has Usher ever performed at the Super Bowl? I don't think by himself, but I think he's been in the Super Bowl halftime okay. show. I'm not 100% and sure on that. And that's the other thing. There are so many artists out there that why do we keep going back to the same ones? Because you make me want to be the one I'm with. Start a new relationship <laughs> with you. This is what you do. Emily, when you were my age in high school and you wanted yeah. to do some making out, you put on Usher. Really? Okay, that's that was some That's making what out we would music. Get every every high school girl going is a little bit of usher. A bit of kissing to some usher. A little bit of kissing to some usher. Listen, I know this isn't as high caliber uh, as the sorry. Super Bowl halftime show has been, but that's what I'm telling you. It's going to be, he's the lead, and there's going to be a lot of nostalgia acts to go along with it. I just it. found out Usher was at a Super Bowl, but he wasn't the headliner. It was the Black Eyed Peas, although they invited him yeah, and he has a song Slash with him. to make uh, some guest appearances. Oh, so I So the guitarist, see. Slash. Yeah. Black Eyed Peas might be one of the worst Super Bowl halftime shows ever, by the way. Uh, until Usher worst. comes out and does the we'll same see. dance I move think, and then tries to hit a note and can't make it. I, I, and then no, does dude. a weird thing with his crotch and everybody's like, Usher, I, you're old. I we don't, don't want to see that. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you're all going to, mark my words, you're going to be pleasantly surprised with I the Usher halftime show performance. Because he Super is Bowl a damn performer. For the halftime show. Okay, and and now, now I don't care. Now I just don't. Well, you know what? Maybe you should because it is going to be. Uh, it, I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's going to be insane. Cool. All and right? we can join me for my non-watch party. We don't watch the Super Bowl in my place, so we're just going to hang out really? and be sad. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, I make Emily participate in all the station oh, sports bets, so right. she's ah. she's going to have to be watching it to find out if she wins money or not. Right, Em? Mm. Mark my words, Usher. It's going to be killer. Okay, no. promise you all. Your kids are a little rough, but they could always be worse. He's back again, the dad that's going to teach dads how to dad and moms how to get in the kitchen. Sorry, I, I laughed through that, Joe. I, I don't why mean would, it. Why would you it, say that? It's just a trope. It's Matt Bearden, and he believes the things I just said here on the Parent Pickup. Thank you. That's a really I take it all back. Great. universe. Yeah, I enjoyed that intro. Dads, how to be men and... Men, all right, go ahead. Emily, I only have to come in here once an hour, and it can be pretty brutal. How do you handle being around CJ for all the entire show? Um, I have really bad hearing, okay. but only selective right, times, and that's one of the times. Hey, last week on Facebook, a Gainesville, Florida uh, police department uh, released a press release saying that they had indeed pulled over a car that had been driving out of control at 3.50 a.m., uh, deputies had to perform a high-risk traffic stop. White sedan had been reported stolen. It was speeding, and uh, police had been behind it for miles and miles and miles, and the car refused to pull over. The uh, car was about 200 miles from where it had been stolen, and uh, the thieves were a mom's 10- and 11-year-old children. Joyride. Who had taken yeah. the car at Uh-oh. 10 and 11 years old. Hopped into the car at uh, in the middle of the night and gone driving. Eleven's the age where you you can start almost reaching the gas pedals. You still need that assist from your uh, little brother, but that's yeah. Yeah, just it took you that in age. reverse. Yeah. The eleven year old was a passenger. Um, 
the 10-year-old, it was a 10-year-old male and an 11-year-old female uh, siblings. I Call me sexist, but I feel like the male was behind all this. I really just feel like this is way more of a brother thing mm-hmm. than a sister thing to say, hey, let's steal a car in the middle of the night and go joyriding. I oh, definitely. Definitely. He okay, probably enticed you. well, then her. you're sexist, too. Oh, I am. Okay. But it's also, uh, he might have enticed her by saying, you know, we can go get dessert like let's leave the house well now you're doubly sexist you're saying women will go anywhere for dessert i yes because i'm a woman (laughs) and i will go anywhere for dessert all Uh, right carbs Mm. how do you think how do you think we're able to hire her to do this show we just keep promising uh she works for a cupcake a day yeah it's incredible they they give me cupcakes every day uh police said they had to uh, speak with the children they also had a discussion with the mother (laughs) yeah our detectives did speak with the mother at length, who was clearly doing her best to raise two young children, and she was very respective to the re, uh, receptive to the recommendations we provided in helping her to get assistance. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I have to say, uh, I did a lot of bad stuff as a kid, but I never went to this level. Um, anybody else? Now, I, I feel like, Spencer, you were raised, you even went to, like, parochial religious school. You were a pretty yeah, good kid, and I, I have a, a feeling that only child Emily over here, whose parents still love her and also, are still married. Also Catholic school. Yeah. Also Catholic school. But now, CJ, you had a rat tail, and your nickname was Bart Simpson. What yeah, was man, that? Was... <laughs> Did you ever do any of this stuff? Oh, yeah, but see, I had, uh, I had a mom that was a hippie and a dad that was uh, very much a child of the 70s, so they kind of knew... And were able to talk to me about stuff, but my friends were hellions. Um, I remember one weekend, my buddy Cody kept like funding food, and like we went to the amusement park, and he paid for all of our uh, ride tickets and stuff on and a parent's credit card. No, uh, we found out that his elderly grandmother like had stashes of money that oh, he found, and so whoa. he was stealing money oh out of her God. freezer. <gasps> steals from a grandma a kid that finds a lot of money i guess so. um had another buddy that had stolen a car um other ones that were doing drugs but the the best thing that happened was there was a legendary warehouse in my neighborhood that had all kinds of stuff in it and there were apparently karate uniforms in there so we found a window we climbed up broke into the window went into this warehouse and stole a bunch of karate uniforms but i mean they had Ever they had skis, they Man. had like wow. just all kinds of stuff. Stolen valor, CJ. But we ran around the neighborhood in our karate uniforms and boxing gloves, fighting and doing this. We made up a live where we got it that we found it at a nearby like abandoned well house. Uh, and then one of the older kids went back with his cousins to like steal the good stuff, and they got busted and they ratted us out. Oh, and, oh no. I got pulled. Bitches. I had to go to the police station to give a statement, and my mom believed me. My dad's like, he's lying, he's lying. And at the very end of my statement, he's like, well, if I ask your friends, are, is this what they're going to say? And I'm like, yeah, that's what they should say. And that's where the cop busted me and, and the truth came out. Uh, luckily, they didn't press, the owner didn't press charges on us because we were like 11. Wow. Uh, but I was grounded for a very long time, all for some karate uniforms. Was it worth it? Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah. You, I bet your grounding wasn't that hard. Absolutely, no, man. My dad <laughs> you stuck was pissed. Because yeah. we had to go to the police station. Like mm-hmm. that was my first getting 
hauled downtown. Yeah. But he really started practicing, and he's now a black belt in lying. 101X. The CJ Morgan Show. Weekdays 3 to 7. The East Side Mini Open is back, and it's keeping Austin as weird as ever. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! That's right, it's CJ's fat, drinks, eats, fun stuff to do in Austin, and one of the coolest events uh, is in their fifth year. It's the East Side Mini Open, which is basically mini golf, or putt-putt is the <gasps> branded term of it. Cute! Uh, th- the event is back. It's been happening for several years, and I'm not going to lie, it's at the hipster bars. Yeah. It's with the hipster type of people. Well, that's Austin. Well, But it's meh. very... It's oh, very man. Austin, it's very unique. It's very cool. It's very fun. It's fun. They used to hold it earlier, I think, and I'm glad they pushed it to this date because they normally would do it in August, and Oof. we had, uh, what was it, over 40 days of 100-degree uh, yeah. weather. So well, it's thank ha- you, guys. It's happening this Saturday. It's uh, noon till 7 p.m. It raises money for healing with horses. Uh, here's here's how it works. Basically, a lot of Austin bars or groups like, you know, the Austin Facial Hair Club, uh, TXRD, they have a bar, they have a venue, um, they build their own putt-putt hole. So you construct your Whoa. own hole. Like at the venue. At the venue. Yes. Uh, either the bar huh. does it or a group representing the bar, they team up, and everyone goes hole to hole, bar to bar. It's basically a pub it's a crawl. Yeah. <gasps> But That's involving so putt putt, yeah, and there's different types of like you can create your own club if I'm not mistaken. Still, and I think there's. I, a, I'm assuming they probably have drinks like specialty drinks at oh, every surely, bar. Oh, surely, surely, yeah, everything. yeah. I don't remember if they still have a costume contest, but there's a bunch of fun things to be had. Absolutely, cool. and uh, uh, Spencer nailed it. There is still costume contests. Uh, players will vote for the most unique hole. So the bar association that builds the coolest, most unique hole in that. Prizes for best dress, best score, second worst score ever, and uh, best hand-built putter. And it's a really cool thing. It's for a really good cause. And it's all kind of at East Side Bars, which is why it's the East Side Mini Open. Kind of tropical. The Cavalier, Kitty Cohen's, the Grackle, Liberty, Daydreamer, the Lowdown, Zilker Beer, High Noon, Coral Snake, Yellow Jacket, Latchkey, Austin Garden and Studio, which is uh, where we did our ACL Fest, uh, or I'm sorry, our South by Southwest broadcast. Oh, the Barbecue, awesome. Lovebirds, Hotel, Hotel Vegas and the Volstead. So a lot of really cool, really Austin venues. And they're all pretty walkable to yeah. each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they make a whole big deal out of this, so I'm sure you can take cars and go from here to there. But it's essentially a putt-putt cu- pub crawl. And I couldn't imagine anything more fun. I've wanted oh, to get involved so with this for years. Same. It's just every day there's always something going on because I love building dumb stuff. And just constructing a hole would be CJ, amazing. making an entirely Lego little hole, that would be so cool. That would obviously take a lot of time and planning. And your own personal Lego collection. Yes, which that's I know true. But how rad would that be? Only the facade has to be Lego. Like, that's true. There could be a lot that's to go true. into that. I wouldn't even think in Lego till just now. I was thinking more medieval to where medieval Legos. If you hit it, you have to hit it into a catapult or a trebuchet, and then it shoots. <gasps> cool. Nice. And the castle's the it's main. Like, yeah, the castle. Gotta uh-huh. knock the wall down first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, knock all the castle walls down. That is very Lego. Yeah, At some point, I, I need to get involved with this. Uh, tickets are on sale. I don't know if uh, I, if you can still play with a team or not, but it's the East Side Mini Open. 
Just Google that. You can find it on Facebook, Instagram, all that sort of stuff. And uh, there is a closing party as well. And it's just a really fun event. And I want to I want to thank the groups and everyone that put this on for keeping Austin weird. Keep it because, I mean, it it's so it's a ton of bars, a ton of Austin groups. It's for a good cause. Like this is the kind of stuff that makes our city what it is. This is unique. This is different. Uh, and yes. it's just it's just cool, right? Yeah. I agree. I love it. That uh, is so cool. And also whoever did the art for this year is adorable. I want that on a t-shirt. The I, cute little You know what? I, I bet they'll have them. It's ugh. the East Side Mini Open. Get out, go have fun. How to plan someone else's B-day party. It's Emily explains it all. That's right. Emily's going to explain how to plan a birthday party for someone else because I've got to do this this weekend. And man, it's not easy, is it? No. You have to set aside yourself. Yep. Your ego. Yep. And make it about someone, someone else, else and which do could it, be the hardest part. Do it flawlessly. Yep. At yep. that, I might add. Oh, yeah. And uh, specifically, I want to talk about planning a party for your partner because both you and me are doing that this weekend. And I don't know if you're feeling the stress, but I'm feeling the stress because. I am. There's a lot to go into this, Um, and so I have a couple of tips of things that I've been doing, CJ, that hopefully I can explain to you in order to make your fiancé's party better. Okay, and I'll I'll take your advice, screw it up somehow, but we'll come back in a little bit, and I'll explain what I'm going to do and and see if you can kind of help me make (laughs) sure I'm doing... uh, Balance uh, it out and everything. All right, so what are your tips? How do you plan... Not just a birthday party for someone else, but someone you are kissing. You're kissing and you care about. Um, and I used Spencer, to be... Spencer, hold on. I'm very sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Oh. But we just men- mentioned kissing and we didn't get our sound effects. That's so let's true. let's replay that moment. Sorry. So, Emily, how do you plan a birthday party not just for someone that's a friend of yours, but someone you're kissing? You're kissing? Mm. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you, Spencer. We we needed that. I feel a lot better now that you did that. Uh, Yes, for planning a party for somebody that you've been kissing, thank you, um, you can just count on me on all of my tips because I used to be a wedding planner. I used to be a party planner. Like that, this is something that I am good at. So the stakes are even higher for me because my boyfriend knows this. But in any sort of planning a party for someone situation, the first thing that you need to do is make sure that your partner actually wants a party thrown for them. Oh, yes, <laughs> okay? that's my Good big problem. Yeah, because, yes, I know you, CJ, and I know other people, including myself, I love a good party, but sometimes there are people that are like, I don't want it to be all about me. I don't want to be the center of attention. Can I just go to dinner with you and that's it? And don't pressure people into making them ha- go to their own party because that's terrible and that will just lead to a bunch of anxiety and you don't want to deal with that. Yeah, let them be sad on their birthday if that's what they really want. <sighs> exactly, all right? And no it's surprise parties unless you know that your partner will like a surprise party. So I can't believe it, but my first tip is to communicate with your part- partner. Oh, jeez, that's hard. Hardest one. Ugh. But now that your partner has approved and they want you to throw a party for them, I'm going to say that it is important for you as the party planner to control the invite process. I don't mean that you get to pick and choose who is allowed to come to this party, but just you're trying to make it so that the birthday person 
does not have to do any work. And for me, I think the most stressful part is trying to juggle who's going to come to the party, what time they're going to show up, what are they going to bring, blah, blah, blah. And they also have uh, culpable deniability. Yes. So is that a word, that a phrase? Am yeah. I thinking of the right thing? And sometimes when you plan your own party and you Plausible see... Plausible deniability. Point me. And you see how, how little of a response you get. Sometimes it makes you sad. Yes. So you don't want your partner to know that not a lot of people are coming or that so many people are coming that they're going to be stressed out that you can't fit them in or their house. That they or already your, have plans. Yes. Yeah, Weak that's important wins. too. Yes, yes. So I'm going to say that you should control the invite process. <clears throat> and this is my favorite tip. There is an app called Partyful that is free and it's epic. It's amazing. It's incredible. And you can basically put all the information and you just send the link to anybody who's interested and they put in uh, their information and mark that they're going. And through the Partyful app, you can text everybody that has marked that they're going and it individually sends them texts. So if there's something that you need to say before the party starts, then you can just text and do like a, it's not even a group text. It oh, individually just sends it to these people so they don't have random numbers. Because oh, I hate God. when people do that. This is right? better because now you don't need to have a Facebook anymore. No. That's all we've been hanging on to Facebook exactly. for. Exactly. Pretty much from the memes that we can already find on Instagram. I still use Facebook for invites, and that might be a tip in itself oh. is don't just use Facebook anymore. Yeah, I was going to no, say, uh, no, no. I looked up Partyful. That's Partyful with a, an I, not yeah, a Y, P-R-A- just in case. P-A-R-T-I-F-U-L. That took me a second. My next tip is when you're planning somebody's party, I know this sucks, but try to pay for as much as you can so the birthday person or the party person. Birthday person shouldn't have to fork out cash. They shouldn't have to fork out anything. Or deal with the stress of other people starting to fret. Uh, That can happen a lot of times at B-Day dinners, so you got to be prepared to handle the situation uh, without them knowing. Yes, yes, I I agree. Um, But if they want to pay for something, let them, because I know (laughs) when I have things that are given to me for free, it feels wrong. Or sometimes they'll want to order a round of shots. Yeah, and and I'm like, I don't like when somebody does everything for me, so just let me contribute just a little bit, just a little bit, and then just give them the cheapest thing. Be like, yeah, you could buy some cups for the party. That'll help. Yeah. Um, And then, finally, my last tip on how to plan a party for a partner or just somebody. um, A lover. Get ready to... (laughs) Get ready to babysit. Be prepared to babysit. They're going to get drunk. They're going to get high. They're, just let them have the time of their life, and you're you're allowed to have fun, but first and foremost, you're the one As running the party. As a raging alcoholic and drug addict, I got to say, yeah, you, mm-hmm. you have to pause that on yourself and you realize- do. It's about them getting to hang out and have fun, yep. not you. So you got to clean up afterwards. Oh, you do have to clean you up. You got to be ready yeah. the next morning to yeah. get breakfast, to take care of stuff. Because yeah. if, if alcohol, if drinking, if it's a party you have like to that's hold involved, their hair back when they vomit, yep. and then hold them and be like, "Yes, I do love you. You can stop crying." And I'm gonna come back and take the tips Emily's given and see if the party I'm planning for my partner this weekend, if it's gonna be a success or failure, maybe a little bit of both. explains it all how to throw a party for someone else specifically your partner it's a situation we both find ourselves in this weekend and emily i've uh, taken your advice and i have some ideas of how to successfully throw a partner for my fiance because as you may or may not know 
I can kind of sometimes make things about myself. Hmm. Uh, Regularly. uh, Definitely on my list of things not to do. So I'm curious to see uh, how your roles look compared to mine. I know she wanted to do something. I know she wanted it to be simple. Um, And the problem with with her group of friends are they're all in bands, they're all stand up comics, Mm -hmm. or they're all flakes. Oh, they're all cool or lame. Or have well, better th- places to be. Everyone huh? yeah. in Austin isn't a band or stand-up comic, but when I say her friends, I mean ones that actually get paid right. to do stand-up comedy, go on tour with bands, that sort of thing. Professionals. Like, like, like you know, I mean it. So it's hard to... <laughs> it's I mean very it. <laughs> hard to get everyone together on a Friday night or whatever, something like that, but we're going to try anyways. Uh, so here's some of the little things I've done to make it easier on her because... The point of having a house party is to make it simple on her, but if the house is dirty, if she doesn't feel comfortable with exactly. it, it's going to be stressful. And she knows not only do I put things off, but I I get into details of cleaning and organizing that might not be beneficial to having someone over. You get into the weeds. That's what, that's what happens. I will start be outside, overcomplicating things. I will be outside cleaning the yard when I need to get the house ready. So, Emily, <laughs> right off the bat, uh, we got a cleaning service. Oh, that's uh, so smart. So the day before the party, so smart. we've never had a cleaning service come into the house, and we hired one of those maid services. I forget which one it is. Mm-hmm. So they're going to come and detail the house and do the regular cleaning. Incredible. So it's like a once a year kind of thing right before her birthday. So she's already going to be happy that they yeah. got the cobwebs. They did the blinds, the ceiling fans, stuff that is not always easy to get. They threw so the boom. Legos away. Right off the oh, bat. No. Vacuumed them all up. No, uh, those are investments. So to me, that's that's a big important thing because she's going to not only feel comfortable in her own house coming up, but going to feel comfortable to show it off to other people. Yeah. I think Specifically that's, co-workers and friends. I think that's great. And when there's a maid service in uh, normally, I don't know, my friend, I've never had a maid service, but I feel like, so, don't you feel obligated to kind of leave the house? So then you could go take her to do fun things. Absolutely. Instead of and wasting your time cleaning. It, it makes you, you want to stand in the same room and not talk to the maid. Just and just watch stare them. at them and be like, you missed Awkwardly. a spot. You missed a spot. <laughs> it, uh, don't do that. It also makes us uh, kick stuff into high gear to clean the house before they get there. Uh, next thing, tell me if this is good idea uh i'm trying to work to have one of her favorite live bands uh the riverboat gamblers or the draculas perform that would be incredible yes is it gonna happen she would hate it uh uh, so actually yeah that is not gonna not at at your house at my house Hmm. not for this that one off not for this we're not gonna do that you get the cops called on you uh now y'all mentioned that a lot of times i get in the weeds Mm. with certain elements of stuff true One of them is cooking and preparing food. I'll clean the house. I'll mow the yard. I do all that. But then I also prepare the food. That takes me out of engaging with guests. That takes me out of hosting. That means she's suddenly thrust into having to answer the door and do all that. Uh, I'm going to get some catering plates. That's uh, smart. From HEB, not a restaurant. So if it's too expensive or there's too much to deal with, it's stressful. But H-E-B has catering set up. Yes. They're really good, too. I'm thinking maybe sushi, so it's a little nicer and nice. it's a little kind of plates Fun, kind of thing. Cute. they got those uh, sandwiches. They also got dessert ones now, too. Yes. It's yeah. awesome. So instead, I'm going to lean on my H-E-B to get some affordable catering snacks so everyone has food to eat. We have stuff to go with. And there's kind of a theme with sushi. Maybe I'll play some under the sea music. I don't know. <laughs> oh, under she, the sea. She could be like Little Mermaid. But I- instead Ariel. of stressing about food, we'll have it covered.
So there you go. Okay, that's good. Uh, last but not least, uh, the tip that I'm going to do for hosting a party for my fiance's birthday this weekend is uh, I'm going to have frosted tips. <laughs> if you'll recall, I lost a sports bet <laughs> against uh, everyone here in the room, oh, no. and I have to frost my tips this weekend. So, yeah, frosted tips, good? Uh, no, bad, bad. You can stay at your very own Shrek Airbnb. What? And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Things not zany enough for you on a vacation. Well, now you can stay in a Shrek house, right, Emily? Oh, yeah, you can. If you're an onion lover, starting Friday, October 13th, you can request to book a two-night stay for up to three guests and basically a reincarnation of Shrek's swamp. You're living in a swamp. You're uh, (sighs) just doing some Shrek things in the outhouse, whatever it may be. Funny enough, uh, Donkey, his friend, is the Airbnb host. Perfect. And the whole shtick is, oh, Donkey is house-sitting for Halloween, and you can come and spend Halloween with um, donkey or something, I guess. But the trick is you have to fly all the way out to Scotland. So they've set this up. So, um, it's Is this canon? Is that where the swamp really is located? I mean, he's kind of Scottish, right? He does have Scottish yeah, and stuff. Why and then not? He, he deals with all of the, the fairy tales, which are kind of based on around that well, area. I mean, Mike so. Myers gave him a bit of a slight Scottish, like a... Uh, Droll, didn't he? Baroque, whatever we call him. Yeah. Oh. Um, but I just want to know who would stay at a me, Shrek me. Airbnb, and then yeah, I realized me, Emily, me, you would. Me. You don't even have to ask. Would, you don't have to finish the question. You would stay at a Shrek Airbnb yeah, for sure. I was already going to be in Scotland. I'd probably look into it for a night, but it looks really, really cool. Actually, I'm going to look it up. That's a good idea. You're right. Um, the issue is uh, there is no kitchen, or any bathrooms inside. That's all right. Shrek um, used to eat bugs and stuff from the, the mud and the swamp, so you well, don't need that. Well, an authentic experience, you, yeah, exactly. don't you? They exactly. say that meals and snacks will actually be included if you win this specific package, um, and it'll be served by the light of an earwax candle, just like in the movie. How incredible. It looks pretty rad from the exterior it to the interior. Really it looks cool. very well done. It looks Super like you're in the set, a you set guys, of a movie. There's so much more better stuff to do in Scotland and Is to there? spend your Name money it. on. Name it. Is then, then. A Shrek house with no, no food. No. It's not a Shrek house. It's a Shrek hut. Anyone can say that they've been to Scotland, but not everyone could say that they have slept in the Shrek house. Am I, I right or am I, I right? So. Yeah, he doesn't uh, get a lot of action. Trust so. me. I know more people who have gone to Scotland than people that have stayed at Shrek's house. Now, so I think it's a lot more There uh, was a Shrek exciting. rave last year. Yes. Is, is, is Shrek making a comeback or did it ever go away? Never went away. Never went away. Shrek is love. Absolutely. Oh, see, and that's the thing. I think that we have made enough memes of Shrek and of the Shrek experience and of, you know, all of the Shrek soundtrack so it just continues living on forever because every year or so there's a new Shrek meme that's absolutely hilarious. I just, just don't give a Shrek about any of it. Why? 
Why? Have you? The movies are so good. The first two. I've watched okay, the, yeah, first the first one, two, and I was like, "All right, two. this is this is for kids. I get it." It's definitely not it. for kids, though. It wasn't for me. I don't. I don't know. I'm just not a Shrekie. What it's is your shame. problem? How? I, how? Okay, you are somebody who loves butt jokes and farts and, and dumb voices and dumb voices and mud. How did I mean, you not? I mean, it's Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy. I don't know. I how just, did you not look at Shrek and oh? I think I know. What? I think you don't like Shrek because he resembles you too much. Oof. No, he doesn't. He's green. He's green. <laughs> he's, he's very particular about his house right. and his yard. Yeah. Yeah. He goes on no. there. You, you're not really into romance, but when you are, it has to be because you have to get something out of it. You know, like Shrek. I'm getting not a Shrek. I almost no. made a horrible joke at your fiance's expense, but I'm not going to do oh, it. Oh, don't make a Fiona a joke I about didn't. her. He does, I didn't. Like, he does okay. like doing outdoor gardening stuff. Do you like onions? Um, yeah. I hate uh, onions. Uh, I'm not like Shrek. You're closer oh, to being on. Shrek than Shre- I am. Shrek's the type of dude that would carry Parmesan cheese on him and eat it at any chance he <laughs> so, had. So y'all are saying I don't like Shrek because I'm Shrek? Because it's like I'm a Shrek? documentary of your life. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I, you know what? This is your revenge on me for saying you have hobbit feet. Exactly. Well done. Emily is in the fight of her life against Airbnb. And I got to <sighs> say, Emily, you've been kind of brood, brooding all day about this. You don't get. You don't see I me hear angry the story. often. I I don't see you this upset. I don't no. see you at your phone just just typing angrily. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on with your Airbnb? Uh, what happened? Oh my gosh! So first mistake, choosing Airbnb. <laughs> okay. yep. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Ding that Second one. Second mistake, choosing an Airbnb that is clearly run by one of those companies that just buys out places oh, yeah. and whatever. You right? don't need a place to live. Screw you. So we were staying in <laughs> an Airbnb this week, uh, this past weekend for Beyonce. It was for my friend's birthday. And um, this company just bought out some apartment in downtown. And I picked that because there weren't a lot of options since Beyonce was coming into town. They didn't really have any options, and that one was fairly priced. So we get there, check in, um, everything's fine, whatever. It was an okay Airbnb, clearly all Ikea furniture. The ice maker didn't work. The coffee didn't work. But, like, Uh, for just a couple of days, it was fine. I mean, they only had two plates, which I thought was weird for a full kitchen. But it was was fine. Try to make maximum profit. Don't spend anything on any of the necessities, really. Yeah. um, But I get home, and Airbnb, you have to review the place in order to see their review about you. Yeah. So I reviewed the place, and I was honest. I gave them four stars, and I was like, um, it was a pretty nice place to stay. These things weren't working. It was a little hard to get in. But overall, if you're just there for a short weekend, uh, the host was really nice, and, you know, I would recommend it. And after I posted that review, I saw mm. my review, which was a perfect five-star You did a good job. You stayed review. here. Thank you. So today, which is when she would finally be able to see my review because it had processed through Airbnb, I get a message from the host asking, hello, our cleaning crew sent this. Did you scrape the couch against the wall by chance? There is paint left on the couch corner. And she sends a photo of a little scratch in the wall. And funny enough, my friend who was there with the Airbnb with me had never stayed in Airbnb before. And she saw the scratch and was like, oh, I took a picture of it just in case. And I was like, you don't ever have to send proof. Yeah, that stuff doesn't matter. Yeah, that stuff doesn't matter. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But funny enough, she still had the photo. 
So I sent the host the photo and said, no, we did not. We barely used the couch the entire weekend. But we also noticed the mark and took a photo just in case uh, it was there and we got there. And like it was it's not that big of a scratch here. You can you can see at the bottom. It's it's That's like an easy fix. It's right. an easy fix. That won't right? even really cost you anything. No, <laughs> I feel that like wouldn't cost you anything. And the reason why we didn't bring it up is because it wasn't that significant. It's never a thing that comes up with Airbnb. No. So then her response was basically a very formal way of saying F you. Yes. F you. Um, yeah. You totally did this. We know you did this. We have proof of this. And she's trying to charge me. Guess the price. 50 How bucks. Much? 150 bucks. $150. Whoa, That's I got ridiculous. It. Good job, Spencer. Hold on. Don't ask yes. these. Don't ask these for Spencer because he ruins the excitement of He does because uh, he's really good at guessing. Yeah. Uh, so they're trying to charge you for this. Yeah. Um, she also nitpicked that your guest checked in before. She she nitpicked. I told her ahead of time. I said, I'm driving in from Austin. I get off of work late. So my guest is going to check in. And through the Airbnb app, you can add a guest and all their contact information. Did that. So this person's also deleted their review. She's deleted the review that she left of me. I still have proof of it. And then she also is claiming that I'm putting misinformation about uh, the plates. And she said for a two night stay, two plates and bowls for two people is well enough. And All I'm right. like, no, it's not. No, it is not. It's a full kitchen. All right, Emily, I've uh, oh. I've I've heard your grievances. I'm so mad. And now it is time for the order. Order. I'm so bad. It is time for the uh, court of CJ Morgan to uh, come into session and, and render Assess a verdict uh, here. Uh, Emily, I hate to say this. This is all your fault. No, it's not. This is absolutely. No, order. it's not. No, order. it's not. Uh, yeah, dude, you you baited the lion by either not leaving a review or leaving a four star review. In this day and age, you got to do a five star review. No. Otherwise, they get bitchy. And now what you've done by nitpicking over the plates. That sounds like your main nitpick was the plates. First oh, of all, yeah. or, well, there, order! There was other order! stuff not... Ah, ah, ah. Uh, the, the plate thing is irrelevant. That's almost Karen-y. That's That doesn't what matter. What do you mean? It's bring, a full kitchen. Bring your own plates. For a full kitchen? Yes. In an apartment? You're, you're staying at a random place and you're not even there to cook. You know what? Like when, that, that you is know not. What? what do you mean? I was there to cook. We did cook. That's why it was an issue that there are only two plates. Did, you, did you know? Did you know? Hotels won't give you plates. That's, that's, a, fun, that's, that's a fun little fact there. The, <laughs> it, I'm on your side, Emily. Your stronger claim would have just been the coffee maker wouldn't work and this wasn't working. What well, do you do? I did. I said the coffee maker and the yeah. ice maker didn't work and she didn't bring that up. You sugarcoat that, sugar uh-uh. that with a five-star review and then you leave you no. leave the bad stuff in there. The, your problem is, is you left a four. I was honest you, you made and I the, said it was nice. Yeah, but Emily, we but know. But that's how these things work. This like, country was not founded on honesty. We were founded on snake oil salesmen and a bunch of fun yes, rich people. There, Come on. You upset the person that owned this whether mm. it's individual or the corporation they're now pissed off and they're going to use their power to come after you over something dumb when what you do is you just never you never whack the hornet's nest all right you you don't you don't do that especially over there being plates okay that's on you the plate situation is no. never the owner of the hotel or the no. house do that's not on you list that your airbnb has a full kitchen 
if oh. you don't have plates. There you go. That's irrelevant. What do you mean that's irrelevant? If I'm there for two days, I'm going to be using the kitchen. That's why I went there. When you so go that- to camping sites, they say they have full setup, but you still bring your own plates and your own cookware. That's true. The technically, s- but that's different. The technically, setup- uh, technically, the tableware is not te- you know, part of the kitchen. Yeah, right? also, is it? that's oh, so God. silly. It's just a word. That's oh. so silly. What kind of an Airbnb does not provide actual plates? I know, for somebody? but that doesn't even. But that's and not. Even no. important, and if you're going to an Airbnb and you're going to cook and do that, you should expect to have and bring your own stuff. No, no, absolutely. you're not. Absolutely, not your plates or anything. That is just absolutely okay. Okay, ridiculous. okay. So what about order, what about the mark order, of the I'm the judge here. No, no. What about the wall scrape? The wall scrape. That never would have come up if she hadn't been nitpicking about the plates. That's what I'm saying. Nitpicking. Yes. Nitpicking. Why is it when Airbnb asks you to write a review, it says, oh, what are some things that the host can work on? And so I you said, do that. You the host, abs- yes, I yes. Did. So I said the host could it could benefit by having some more plates. But if you're only there for a couple of days, then it should be fine. But for us, we would have liked some more plates and we would have loved the ice maker to work and the coffee machine to work. That, but overall, it was a, a very go. pleasant stay. And the host was very sweet. That's but, what I said. Yeah. But they saw that you didn't leave those five stars. But that's no, not technically five. That's I not a five to star. Lie. Listen, I, mean, I have to give to Airbnb into these. No, no, no. Into these crappy people who are buying out all of the Airbnbs and these apartment complexes and filling it with Ikea furniture and I'm forced yes, to buy them suck. because I, there's no other way that I could have stayed in Houston besides staying with you're my parents. You're punching the sky though. Here's the deal. Punching you're punching the sky. At, because they're, I can't believe you're siding. I, I don't people, want to CJ. side with them, but I've what been. What kind of a court is I've this? Been this, in this, this is not a people's this court. This isn't even justice. This I've is been, a corporation's court. I've been in this situation before. They mm-hmm. have nothing to lose. You have $150 to lose. You don't want to. What you do, I've mm. also learned this on eBay, is you sugar, you leave the good review so it doesn't get refuted, it doesn't get taken down. And yeah. then within the review, that's where you write, like, also, uh, the ice maker doesn't work, the coffee maker doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. No. Because no, then the review stays up. What's the point of reviews? Up. There's no point of reviews if you can't the honestly review is, something. The point is, is that review stays up. That mm. review system doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't work because right. one, mm. two, three, it's, four star reviews are going to get refuted. They're going to well, get if, battled. They're going to well, get deleted. It's, so it's weighted in benefit of the host of the be- the Airbnb. So. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> so what you oh. do is you leave the five stars and then leave the review within that that's more honest. Mm, no, uh, absolutely not. As somebody who has been on Airbnb for seven years, I know. Well, guess what? I you... have only good reviews. I am thinking that Airbnb is going well, to guess what? get on their side. Your four star honest review is not going to be seen by anyone. That's fine. It's gonna. It's gone. That's it doesn't fine. exist anymore. So now, instead of people actually seeing and being able to talk about the review. It, it's That's not, not there. my problem. My happen. problem is that the ice machine and coffee maker didn't work, and we had to go to Starbucks twice because they didn't have enough cups your for us to even make our own coffee. Your problem is $150 so. you're about to have to pay. Oh, absolutely not. And your I'm bad disconnecting Emily my review. card before that even happens. Well, I'm just saying, uh, Verbo, if you're looking for a new client, Emily is <laughs> there. I'm honest. Just uh. make sure you stack the plates. Uh, Emily, I will say, it does absolutely suck this happened yes, i just i'm getting I just screwed learned, because i put an honest review what I, is up with this honesty will screw you no okay i uh, i refuse i will always be honest and i'll be honest right now cj you're wrong order caller hi yes hello what's your thoughts on this matter first of all 
of all, I just don't like Airbnbs, and I don't think Emily should have given them four stars. <laughs> you think she should have given them less or more? I I think she should have given two or three. If, oh! If an Airbnb is advertising a full kitchen, what would have happened if she showed up with her friends to make make a meal? Sure, absolutely. But again. Like I said, the point I was trying to make is that one, two, three, four-star review is never going to get seen by anyone. It's going to be flagged. It's going to be deleted, and no one's going to even know. So now, instead of it being a five-star review that says there's only two plates and a coffee machine that doesn't work, now there's no review, mm-hmm. and some other poor Emily and her friend are going to gonna have an, a, a day with only one plate and no ice. Uh, which that's not right. I want to know what I'm getting into if I'm booking something. For yeah. I agree. And right? also, caller, I think the reason why CJ's but having... But you aren't going to get to know it because there's no review. I think the reason why CJ's <laughs> having so much trouble grasping this concept is because he has not cooked a day in his life. He does not understand oh my God. that I, wow. when you have a full kitchen, <laughs> we do not live in a bachelor pad. I don't, Two plates is not enough. I don't rent apartments to cook a gourmet meal. <laughs> and I do cook. That's not very fair. Caller, thank you very much for the input. And but thank it, you for siding with me. But again, I will say, Emily, Thanks, your yeah. review... It doesn't exist. So no one's knowing. <laughs> That's my whole point. You realize it's been deleted. No, it's still on it's, the front page. I will not be able to see it. You can see it because you left it, but it's mm. been flagged and taken down. Mm-hmm. Ugh, God. And I know how to cook. Now, now, now. <laughs> I knew that we'd get under your Now you're starting to Caller, what are your thoughts on the matter? Well, I think she was right, to be honest. And also, with the, I agree with the last one. She should have let the worst review. Because I remember one time I went to this one Airbnb, and it was in this crappy neighborhood, and it was really sketchy. And I was like, dang, why am I here? Yeah, they they do take very good pictures yeah, they do. to make you think it's a little better than it's supposed to be. I, I do agree with that, caller. Uh, appreciate it. My, my point is this. Emily, uh, number one, don't rock the boat, okay? Uh, number two, pick your battles, and the plate thing is trivial. And now what's happening, because you got nitpicky about something completely trivial, now what's happening is you're getting charged $150. You become a Yelper. We hate Airbnb, but you know who we also hate? Yelpers. Yelpers, Yelpers. get nitpicky about dumb stuff. And, okay, and now, you say dumb. Now the foot's uh, swinging back the other way. Okay. Yes, you, it's dumb. You say dumb, but we've completely ignored the fact that I, she originally sent me a really nice review about me and my stay and then proceeded to delete it once because she, she read saw your bad review because they're vindictive pieces of crap. Can I read you my review? Okay, it doesn't, not that the review was bad. You should have left that exact review, but in this day and age, uh, so it, silly. Everyone only wants four, five, five star Look, reviews, five star or Emily, zero. Mm-hmm. That's the grading scale. Uh, we know this is a rich person that just bought up this property so they can make more money off people who need housing. Correct. So what makes you think that they were going to have any sense of what reality is like, you know, for the okay, normal okay, I guess. Here, let me read some of our texts. You can let us know, 835-1015, because it seems like all of the people understand where I'm coming from because you two are making me feel crazy. No, no, right? no, no, no. You're making me feel crazy. I'm on I know. your side, but I'm also trying to you know, just sort of explain this. 
what okay. CJ's coming from. You said I couldn't cook, and that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will go on record and say that that is not true, but also, CJ, you You're have been known. You're taking cheap jabs. You have been known <laughs> to live in kind of a frat house of two yeah. plates is acceptable in a kitchen, well, which is not. and also bacon-wrapped everything. Right, order, I don't know if order. that's cooking. <laughs> okay, okay. The reason two plates are acceptable is because I want everything to be clean all the time, oh so gosh. I don't need a new plate every time I eat. Oof. I need mm-hmm. one plate that I clean and one coffee cup that I clean. Okay. Anyhow, it's not OCD. Order! Anyways. Ah, ah. So uh, somebody texted in and said that I should definitely kill them with silence, but CJ had a point, uh, but that they should have offered a full kitchen with two plates. And they made the comment, what if they offered a full bar with only one bottle of wine? That's besides the point. All that is beside the point. That Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. That is not relevant to the argument. The argument I'm coming from is... You rocked the boat over something trivial. Oh my gosh, he's changing now his argument. You're getting, <laughs> and now they're coming back on you for it. Okay. That, that's it. Rita yeah. texted in and said, Emily is right. CJ is wrong. Airbnb that has a kitchen should supply the necessities, like plates, provide the details and the description that the guests should be bringing their own items. Yeah. So if it's not in the description, which it sure. wasn't, that's fine. Then I will not be just, that's who fine. carries around plates to bring to Airbnb? Be, like clearly unless CJ. it's like plastic plates. Clearly. But CJ. you know. Uh, yeah, because I want to go on vacation and cook and do dishes. Yes. Just, that sounds you fun. Go on, I go on vacation and cook all the time. I'm sorry. I'm not rich. I don't have big radio CJ money like you. I don't know. Staying at a fancy house with a lot of uh, dishes and and just cooking your own <laughs> meals. That sounds um, This fancy. is my, my favorite text we've got. Somebody texted in, you can tell CJ is wrong because he's yelling. Argument 101. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's a great point. <laughs> I'm yelling because you're not listening to what I'm saying. You're trying no. so hard And as I, right as I say with other people, this uh-huh. isn't yelling. You want to hear me yelling? Uh. I will yell. Okay. Uh, Do it. The, the other point, I, <laughs> the other point I'm, I'm trying to make is oh, that man. By, in my experience, leaving reviews, if it's not a perfect review, these sites and these places are going to get it taken down because Airbnb, eBay, whatever, they're on the side, in most cases, not in the case with Yelp, but they're on the side of the moneymaker. The moneymaker. Give us a little bit of that scratch. I leave five star and then I bitch about stuff within my review because then a five star is harder to get taken down because, and they're also, they're they're Mm. not even going to notice what you type within the five star. The Airbnb corporate crap heads that buy up all this property in Montrose to gentrify it and turn it into these god-awful two-plate apartments, uh, they're they're only going to see the review, then they're going to look at it. But if it's five-star, then you can leave what you want, your honest opinion okay. within okay. the shell of the five-star. Because, well, again, what I'm saying is now no one's going to see it. It's going to get flagged. It's going to get deleted, whereas before... Uh, if you just done five and then bitched about yeah, it, when people are looking to stay there, they're going to be able to see it. Not everyone looks into the reviews. They see the star rating and they yeah. look at that and they're like, what's the percentage of good reviews? Exactly. They don't always deep dive. Yeah. And, and, and CJ, here's the thing. You really are telling me that I need to go with the system. And I say F the system. I agree F the system. And you know what it's done? Me effing the system turned me into a bitter, angry person. Let's go to the phone. Mm, Caller, hi, yes, hello. Hey, I have an opinion that Emily is right. 
Okay. That's well, a good opinion. Congrats. You, uh, how does it feel to be my, right and out $150? <laughs> my aunt and uncle owned an Airbnb, and they had some guests who were um, a little uh, disorderly in conduct in their property and left a horrible review of my aunt and uncle's property. My aunt and uncle reviewed the person who stayed, and Airbnb kicked them out as owners. Dang. Oh, so, so I might have a case. So this is the reverse. All right. Well, uh-huh. we appreciate uh-huh. it, Emily. You you might have something to do. You might be able to kick him out over two plates. Caller, what's your thought on Plate Gate? <laughs> plate Gate. Fantastic. I think we should have Plate Gate every day. That's what I think. I, I uh, just think that it's a nitpicky thing to bitch about. But if Emily really wants to be a rebel, you would go and burn that place down. Burn it down? It's a yeah. whole apartment complex, CJ. Sure, that's, sacrifices have to be made to win the revolution. <laughs> Two wrongs don't oh make it right. God. No. <laughs> the CJ Morgan Show. Did you know there's a world record for the highest altitude pizza ever? And, I mean, if we're doing pizza, we're pretty high, right? But are you Mount Kilimanjaro high? Uh, Did you know Pizza Hut delivered a pizza to the peak of Mount Kilimanjaro? And that right there gave them the Guinness World Record for highest altitude pizza. Welcome to Did You Know, where you learn facts just like that. We start with the phrase, did you know? I mean, I feel like that pizza is going to be cold by the time it gets there. They did have it wrapped in foil. Uh, I'm looking at the photo of it. It'd be pretty rad, though, if you're if you're. Doing something that is that stressful and tiring on your body, you yeah. feel like you're going to die the whole time. And yeah. You ever, you ever been up man, in the mountains? Man, you get a pizza? You give it that mountain air. It's yeah. almost like not sweet, but it, it tastes different. Do I you wonder think the if pizza, pizza tastes, tastes different. different. Yeah, 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 with yeah. a higher altitude. Huh. Beers get you drunker and pizzas Woo. gets you fatter. Yeah. It's more delicious. I think so. Did you know that pandas can fake their pre- pregnancies? To keep a man? Just so that they can receive more food and special treatment from humans. <laughs> this happened in China. Uh, there was a panda named Aihin who was faking her pregnancy. She had a phantom pregnancy. Zookeepers suspected that, you know, she was pregnant. But after two months, she became acting normal again. And zookeepers suspected it was all because she was getting more attention and uh, getting fed more food. And honestly, not that I was going to say that I would ever fake a pregnancy to receive attention, but I might. (laughs) 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 If I could get more food and get more attention. And it's like she can't be lying. She's getting bigger. Yeah, she's getting bigger. It's working. And then she's so amazing. She bounces back so quickly after two months. It's honestly a miracle. And I'm really proud of her. So congratulations to this panda in China. (laughs) Uh, Did you know the dish hummus is uh, no one's exactly sure where it comes from. The Turks. Oh, uh, chickpeas. The, the, the Turks and the Syrians and the Lebanese all fight over who is the which homeland invented hummus. So years mm-hmm. ago, a Lebanese minister of tourism decided to settle the debate by making the largest bowl of hummus ever for the oh Guinness Book of World Records. The goal was achieved. A plate of hummus that weighed 2,000 kilograms was made. But in response... A famous Arab-Israeli hummus joint in Israel decided to retaliate. They made a hummus served in a satellite dish that had a diameter of six and a half meters with about 4,000 kilograms 
of hummus. Jeez. Wow. So the Lebanese tourist minister said, uh-uh, no you don't. He, <laughs> he decided to make a dip with the same square kilometers as Lebanon, which is 10,452 kilograms. So, I mean, uh, uh, square kil- kilometers. So he, <laughs> he made a hummus with 10,452 kilograms God. of hummus. The oh world's largest single bowl of hummus ever. I'm going to say it. No one has broken the record since 2010. there is too much hummus sometimes. There, 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 can, there can be, be yeah. too How much. Dare it's you? Uh, the last thing in any Super Bowl party. <laughs> but, you know, I was actually looking at a map, and you have to go further south down the Levant. To find the origin of hummus is actually in an old country called uh, Sabra. Hmm. Sabra. Get well, it, did you know? You didn't say did you know, though. So I don't know no, if I believe you. It's, I guess not everyone knows that brand as well as I do. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, there, yeah, yeah, there yeah. There we go. Uh, quick question. Are you supposed to stir in the sauce no, that they put in I that? I don't. I don't either. I, I eat don't. it alone, I and refuse. then I get in trouble for eating all the sauce. Like, they'll have pine nut hummus, they'll have spicy like red, pepper. red pepper hummus, and I'm like, mmm, mm. like, I'll eat the normal hummus, in, no. and every third hummus chip, <laughs> I, I, I dip it in the good stuff, and then I'm like, and then I get told, you're supposed to mix that in. I'm like, no, no then it's not as good. It's better eating on its own. Agreed. Lesson learned. Did you know? Did we know? In 1990, a police department in Michigan staged a fake wedding with undercover cops acting as the bride and groom then invited local drug dealers to attend. At the reception, they busted them all at once. <laughs> well done. First of all, would, would you go to a wedding you don't know the like people getting married? Yes. Yeah, Who absolutely. the hell is it? Absolutely. Okay. absolutely. Of course. Free uh, food, free liquor. What's your exactly. problem, Spencer? Uh, free Emily entertainment. Spencer, if I was a drug up. dealer, I'd be a little bit more suspicious, I guess. Uh, drug dealers fall for crap. Did you know back in the day, um, the police busted a drug dealer here at the radio station because they told him they were coming for an interview to have their rap album played on air oh. and then busted him in the parking lot. Aww. And uh, some of us were pretty pissed because APD didn't tell any of us about That's it. That's messed up. That's, That's kind of terrible. That was that one guy's shot to make it out of drug dealing. And, and trapped him. <laughs> yeah. and they, they, did, you, did you guys ever see the report where they Jesus. told a bunch of people they had won Super Bowl tickets? Oh and God. all these people showed up and they're like, you have to they bring your ID. Warrants. You have to bring your ID in order to okay. Aww. And they would, they would call up and they'd go, okay, here's the ID. And they'd read out the ID. And if the people upstairs, and it was at the Superdome, and they go, all right, you're a winner. Go on back there. And then when they go through the door, they would immediately be arrested and handcuffed. That's and they had all these people waiting in line. Terrible. And it just, it's just, it's too harsh of a bait and switch. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm, look, if you're out and, and there's warrants, something should happen. But man, thinking you get Super Bowl tickets and then or you win just the have lotto, to get a wrap <laughs> up. It's, 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 it's too much entrapment. Three cheers for Osiris Rex. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Welcome back to the show, our friend, resident scientist, Matt Bearden for Weird or Wired. I'd like to make it very clear that I'm not a scientist. You More than we are. I am someone who just gets amazed by some of the stuff on the internet about science. I mean, you would look good in a lab coat, so Thank I think you. you could be a scientist. Oh. Am I, would I wearing believe you. anything under the lab coat? No. Mm, that's a different, Let's that's the kind not. of scientist that we pay for on bachelorette trips in Vegas. That's so. a weird, because it's one thing to have the cop show up to a bachelorette. Could you imagine? Like, <laughs> a scientist? I'm a scientist. I'm here for science. I'm You're all sick and science. need an injection. 
Well, you see, really, that works. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, it kind of works. I guess I, it does. I can turn anything perverted quick. Did you guys you know. see what NASA did over the weekend? Uh, mm. Yeah, man. They had a space. Thanks. <laughs> they had a space. Well, then I'm glad I brought this in here because I don't feel like it got enough coverage. Osiris Rex is a space exploration machine, which I think they mean spacecraft, uh, a space exploration machine that we manufactured and sent into space in 2020. It went into space. It landed on an asteroid. And took, gave it COVID. Took samples from the asteroid. Then came back towards Earth. Whoa. Then jettisoned a container, which then landed in the Utah desert before the it shot off itself back off into space where it's going to land on another asteroid in 2029. So it's finding uh, whether there's like organic matter on you nailed it, dude. space parts. Oh. We punched into an a- – this is what's insane to me about this, okay? I know a lot of us are frustrated by math. I'm certainly one of them. Oof, Jesus. And the math that it takes to go, hey, we think we found an asteroid. First of all, this asteroid's the size of about a football field. That's it. We found it in space. It's not like it gives off light or anything. We just found it. Then we shot something into space and had to figure out the math to get one uh, something the size of a car to land on something the size of a of a, a football yards, field. Yeah, but that's li- also traveling hundreds of thousands of miles per hour. We landed on it, took a sample, came back here. What we've kind of determined over the years of doing research, we've is all that- seen Armageddon and know how difficult these maneuvers are. Yes, yeah. and there was no uh, Ben, whatever his name is, to Affleck and Bruce Willis. Yeah, it was no and Steve Buscemi, he was in that too. Owen Wilson, man, a lot of great actors well, in that film. Here's what they're looking for. Um, the more they look into the history of the Earth, the more they say, we don't understand where amino acids came from. They shouldn't be on this planet. Cool. Okay? We should okay. not have the building blocks, blocks for life. life. Interesting. It's, but they have seen from some asteroids, meteorites, things like that, uh, uh, meteors, meteorites that have come to the Earth, remnants of stuff that they think could have been, but it's, it's damaged by the time it gets here to the planet and goes through the atmosphere. So we went up there. We've taken these samples. 120 pounds were sent back here. They just landed in the Utah desert. And now is the long tail of trying to look through all the stuff. It turns out that an asteroid, too, I think of them as being like these really hard, solid chunks of iron ore or something mm-hmm. floating. It was able to punch through incredibly easily, meaning it actually is spongy. A, it has kind of a, a light gravitational pull that's holding together a bunch of junk in space. Cool. But it's not necessarily like it's super hard and dense. Yeah. But now what we're looking for are those amino acids. Amino acids make peptides. Peptides eventually make uh, long chains and proteins. And then that's how... DNA and building blocks of life. Yeah, yeah. And you are the closest thing to a scientist that we have no, on the show. I'm a guy who occasionally poops and reads an article. And it's ah, very different than a scientist. I see, I see. <laughs> really into space. That's <laughs> what you're saying. Because that's kind of what this is, isn't it? You had to edit that, right? Yeah, you look shocked, though. Yeah, I am. I, did, I was using the scientific term. You've been trying to sneak that word in somehow? No, man. Every I'm single good. segment, you mm-hmm. try to find a way, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, I do think it's pretty amazing if we're able to look in there. And, I mean, we wouldn't, we'll never know exactly, but we could start to back up some of these theories that we have or hypotheses about it, aliens. How things, yeah, well, the idea that, I mean, think of it, the, it's the one in however many bazillions of a chance that 
an asteroid containing this stuff not only came through the atmosphere but landed in the right spot where some of these amino acids would have then gone into H2O and then could have reproduced. I mean, it's It's fascinating, but Hmm. here's what frustrates me about it is maybe it's a good thing we're doing this as an exercise, but have y'all ever seen the articles where uh, it says, oh, man, we missed a big-ass asteroid that could have destroyed the Earth. We didn't even see it. It entered our solar system, and we didn't notice it until it left. Yes. Like, that's what I, where I'm like, hey, man, let's let's not worry about these football field things way out there. Let's let's worry about the planet killers that <laughs> occasionally sneak the, in and we just— The dinosaur killers. Yes, We're not doing that again. We barely miss. Here's the good news about our universe. Uh, there are a bunch of asteroid killers out there already. Jupiter and Saturn and thank Neptune you. are they so vacuum, large oh, that they t- tend to, to vacuum up Tell a lot them. of stuff. And our solar system, as far as solar systems go, is kind of chilled. Now, there's tons of stuff out there and stuff that we don't know about. But the, our little our little corner of the Milky Way has kind of settled down with De- debris, and we're I mean sure in, in the matter of how chaos works, we're kind of a chill chaos around Emily, here. Emily, do you know how the moon was created? I pulled down my pants. Wait, is that how? One hundred and one X, the CJ Morgan Show, weekdays three to seven.